1: Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is August 16. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Redenum PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you can please raise your hand. And uh, if you want to ask a question, please fill the Google sheet out. It'd be easier for me to answer your question if you fill the Google sheet out. Those people who fill the Google sheet out will get the importance because that will save a lot of time for me. Please fill the Google sheet out if you're a newcomer, let our team know we give importance to the newcomers
2: harini um, i have my stamp visa until 2024 and my h1b got transferred to a new company and it's approved until 2026 under council processing so due to mm-hmm. some emergency i need to travel out of country so uh, is it mandatory to go to stamping now because i already have a uh, stamp visa uh,
1: got transferred to new until... okay uh, oh okay so you have the stamped visa until 2024. No, ma'am. It's yes. not mandatory for you to go for stamping. But when you come into United States, you have the job with the new companies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You will, show the H- you will show the H-1B approval with the new company and you make okay. sure the I-94 is reflected so that it shows 2096 in the expiration date, not 2024. But as soon as you enter into the country, you check it. Don't call me in 2025 and say, oh, my I-94 expired one year ago. Okay?
2: Okay. So uh, for council processing, usually we, we won't get uh, I-94, correct?
1: That's not the question, ma'am. I said you don't need to go for stamping. You can come into the country using the passport stamping of company A, but you need to show the company B's won't be approval without the I-94. And then when you enter into United States online, you get the I-94. Yes. Okay. it. Yeah. Thank you. And that needs to be reflected properly. You need to check it. Don't hesitate to check it. Okay. Otherwise you'll be in trouble. Next person, please.
2: Raven. Ravant. Vijay?
3: Yes,
1: sir. Um, currently, I'm an H4EAD and having valid job. In regular cap, can I fill H-1B under concert processing? What's the difference between change of status? Now, here is the thing, Vijay, though. If you do concert processing, technically, you're not counted toward the H-1B number. You know what a H-1B lottery number is, right? So what purpose you're going to achieve by doing the concert processing, though? Now, I know what you want. I know what you want. What you want is you want to stay in H-4EAD rather than H-1B. So get the H-1B approval in the I, with the I-94, okay, in premium processing. And then on October 2nd, though, you just go to Mexico and come back in H-4. Did you got it? This is very important because if you apply for the, if you apply for only consular processing, you're technically not counted toward H1D number. So we got that, we call that as margarita switch by going to Mexico. Okay. But don't do the consular processing Vijay because otherwise what's the purpose of getting the H1B? Next person, please. Yeah, hi. so my well, question- same question. Yeah. yeah, can you unmute no, no. Vijay, please? If you see, I was saying, I was telling the same thing with Vijay that mm-hmm. if you apply the H one B constant crossing, you are not considered to be cap exempt unless it is stamped. Okay. So that's the reason why Vijay needs to do change of status, and if you are in USA don't do council processing, okay?
4: No, I'm not in US. So okay. I'm asking- If you're not in US, it, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, if you're not in US, technically you're not counted toward the H-1B number unless you get the stamping ma'am.
4: Unless we get the stamping, okay. okay.
1: Thank you, and next person my... please. Go ahead. Go ahead, yeah, My
4: employer withdraws the petition uh, if after I get the stamping, so yeah,
1: I It will doesn't matter. You are okay. still okay. counted toward the H-1B number, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Just by approving the H-1B, you're not counted toward the H-1B number. Next person, please.
4: Rahul.
5: Yeah, hi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I already posted my
1: question. I have filed 539 change of status F1 to H4 and H480 sounds put together for my wife. (laughs) The i 4 e 39 got approved two weeks ago back. We didn't receive the approval notice yet. This business is probably lost. It's only two weeks, though. Sometimes it may take. If I file the uh, e-request that gave us telling that last. Okay. What about the EAD? Did you get the EAD? No, it's not.
5: Uh, not at, like not at like uh, the only the I uh, 9 was approved, but I seven six five is still in processing. Okay. Um.
1: Do you did you had a lawyer or did you applied by yourself?
5: I applied by myself.
1: So now the question is, uh, if you,
5: yeah, my, my question is like, if I, mo- I'll be moving in another 10 days. Uh, so, uh-huh. so I just want to, uh, give the, like my, uh, for- I did the forwarding, a USPS forward thing from uh, September 1st. So I'm not sure, like if I do the e-request now, uh, they said that it might take 30 days to process and uh, if they say any any uh, response or like if they want to re-deliver it. So do I need to give the old address in the e-request or uh, do I need to give the new address? And uh, do I need to do the uh, address change before that?
1: Two and weeks I, is a uh, very short time for you to get the H4 approval though. Wait one more week before you do anything. Oh, okay. Okay. You,
5: you mean the EAD approval?
1: i'm speaking i'm speaking of h4 approval
5: no it's uh, it said it's approved like uh, i i saw my uh, i i put the case number and i saw it's like it said approved and like uh, i do have informed delivery Can you listen,
1: to... rahul it said it's approved but you didn't receive the approval you said is right
5: yeah 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 it it's it's there on the post but like when i asked the postman like he said like it's it kind of lost there so I can see the scanned one. So they, they have
1: a, they have a given the tracking number to you?
5: No, not the tracking number. I do have uh, uh, informed delivery that scans the whenever I get a post, like I'll get scanned copy
1: of them and like. Yeah, but it's it it. not. It takes three weeks to get the H four approval to your hand. Oh, okay. It's only two okay. weeks. Okay, okay. But they
5: said like to await uh, till August seventeenth. and like to, uh, tomorrow is August seventeenth. Uh, until I do the e-request. That's why I'm concerned about it. I would request that you
1: stay until August 21st. Next person, please. Thank you.
2: Maitri? Maitri? Uh, hi, Rahul. So, I have posted my question there. like
1: into so my L- In the LCA, you have home address and client address. My client has asked me to come to the office, which is arrested And also, my office address changed to new address, which is five miles from the old address. So, if I move to my office location, H1B, no, because you have the office location on the LCAs, right?
2: Yeah, I had the office address, but my office moved to new only
1: five miles. Only five miles. Since it's only five miles, you do not need to file an amendment, ma'am. Okay, you don't need any. You don't need any I-140 change. You don't need any labor change. Everything is fine with you.
4: Okay, so if
1: if, if
2: my home address is more, my, my office address is in, within five miles. no HRB I'm in.
1: This mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right, ma'am. Next person, please.
5: Pradeep.
1: Pradeep. I'm M. Pradeep. I am Pradeep McKenna, F1 student, actually CSU. CSU is 23 spring semester. What is Okay, and I transferred from CSU to... Campus University last spring. It is completely online university. And last summer, I take summer break, but I didn't know actually there is no summer break in Campus University. My CV side is terminated. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pradeep, why would people change from good university to Campus University? You need to consult a lawyer immediately. There is a five-month rule exceptions available, so you may save it. I would recommend you make an appointment with Emily Newman. She is the proper lawyer for it, okay?
5: Okay, sir. Sir, so, can I
1: go
3: to the another border? Can I
1: make... That's exactly the plan that you need to do.
3: Yeah, like... Okay. Can you give me the better solution for that?
1: I told you to consult Emily Newman. She will give you the solution. Okay, Next person, please. We'll give a link to you where you can set up a time with her. Okay. But it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea to change to campus. But I don't know how you did it. Next person, please.
4: Okay. Uh, hi, Rahul. I have uh, posted my question.
1: What kind of nonprofit organization you're speaking about?
4: Um, it's basically like you know we we were in a process of collecting books from here and setting up library back in India, uh, but I was told you that can, it has to the organization.
1: You can, ma'am. If it's if you are collecting books for the poor people or for the people who are not in the villages or whatever, those not, and then you it's want to for
4: yeah people who live in mountainous regions of uh, India. Yeah,
1: so absolutely, you can you can start your non-profit organization, ma'am.
4: Okay. And uh, so, you know, I want to set up this organization. I might need some legal help on that. So uh, how to reach I don't out? And...
1: I, I don't know. I don't know what, what can what can be done. I'll, I, as an immigration lawyer, you only need one advice from me, which yeah. is whether or not you can put, you can open a non nonprofit organization, you can run a non organization without okay. taking any money. Can you do money. that? Absolutely, you can.
4: Okay. Okay. okay.
1: Uh, And don't consult me because you can't get anything more than what I told you right now. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. You may want to consult a CPA, ma'am. Okay. CPA would be a right person for you to do it.
4: Okay. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Okay. Shravan?
5: Hi, Rahul.
1: You oh, work in learned. USA with L1As and approved I140 under EB1C category. Wow. With prior date of 2018, I could file A4 for, for I485E. For That's bad. I took this back. When I was in USA and didn't apply for it, as I was not aware of the process, my L1A extension got denied. I am currently in Canada and my and my peer, my company employer who filed L1A is filing L1B. My question is if I go back to L1B can you file can you file the uh using the eb1c absolutely they can if they want to they can
5: okay uh eb1c uh, 485 is something
1: i need to file but uh, yeah if right. the company if the company helps you you can file the 485 when the priority date becomes current yes they can
5: oh, okay so sure.
1: which you. company is this cognizant rahul yeah you contact us we work with cognizant in filing the 485s. Oh, okay Okay, but uh, okay. so once the once you come on L one B, you come into United States and you can file the for it application
5: immediately after landing.
1: When the priority date is current, it's not current right now. Again, it went back.
5: Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Sure. Contact us. We work with uh, Cognizant. Okay. Next person. Oh. Please.
3: Sure. Thank
2: you hey hi rahul i posted my question
1: my contact got ended i'm on h1b my employer is telling me to move to h4 once i got the job he's telling me to move back for a move is it possible to hold h1b and resume the h1b absolutely he is absolutely right
2: uh for suppose if i get any other job maybe because of the
1: job market same. if same. i get
2: any job any can I job
1: re- if, you, if you if you move to h4 you file the h4 you get any job from any company, you can move back to H1B. No problem, ma'am.
2: So how it will work? Because this employer will hold my H1B, right?
1: No, ma'am. The H1B belongs to you now. So okay. if the H1B is... You have the H1B with I-94 and you're working with it, with the companies, right?
2: Uh, I-94... Still now, last year only I got the H1B, Rahul. Still now, I did not have any stamping.
1: You don't need stamping. So, you were working with that company, right? Yes. Yeah. So, now you file the H-4. At any point of time with any company, you can move to H-1B back.
2: Uh Okay. And one more question is like, you know, when I apply for the uh, H-4, uh, it is going to take time, right, for the H-4 and H-4 EAD. Then still I'll be on H-1B, right? Until my H-4 gets approved, still I'll be on H-1B.
1: No, ma'am. If you're not working for the company, technically you're speaking... Technically, you will be considered to be on uh, H-4 if you file H-4 plus EAD.
2: Okay, but
4: still my H-1 will, will be in a correct, right?
1: Yes, ma'am. Only for the next 90 years, your H-1B will be active, not after 91 years. Why? Because we, I do not expect that you live that long.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you, Rahul. Yeah, I got it.
1: Yeah.
6: Thank you mm-hmm. next question rakesh yeah hi hi uh Ragul. so uh, i am planning for l1a at the same time uh, i have my h1b approved with a different employer under counselor processing i just wanted to know like how can i use make use of uh, the h1 petition so can i just have it like an approved petition without going for stamping uh, and technically, use it under cap exemption, or should I have the H1 stamping first and uh, go for L1 later? Because uh, I, I feel that the because of the role change difference, my uh, petition would be cancelled with the uh, prejudice, and my up role will get revoked uh, when I go for L1 stamping. So I just wanted your opinion on that. So Rajesh, uh, are
1: you here in USA right now?
6: No, I am outside US. And I have uh, both H1 and uh, my other companies planning for L1. Uh,
1: so what you can do is that you can come here. and So you can come here in L1. Okay.
6: Okay.
1: Are you listening carefully? Yes. Now, yes. once you come here in L1, though, you then transfer to the company that applied for the H1B to H1B. Okay. Okay. And then, because at that time, they won't cancel your L1 when you transfer it, is right? Yes. Then if you want to move back to L1A, L1A or L1B, L1 you can then go to Mexico and come back. We call it as Margarita switch. You can even go to India and come back too.
6: Okay, got it. What if my uh, employer is not willing to transfer the H1 and they want me to stay only on L1?
1: Because oh, oh, is, it's the it's a, it's a same employer, L1 and H1? No,
6: it's a different employer. H1 is a different employer and L1 why is would,
1: a Why would he not want you to transfer the H1 B while you're in USA? Um,
6: so because uh, when I moved outside of USA, uh, uh, my, my position was in state because of the recession. And then uh, I applied for a different company and the company was uh, applying for my H1 and my H1 got picked. At the same time, I was able to retain my position with uh, another employer, which I'm currently working. Okay, I'm getting too much
1: confused. I'm getting too much confused. Do one thing, once you come into United States on L1, consult me at that point of time, okay? Okay. Okay. And Sounds uh,
6: good. Oh, last question, last question now, Raghul. Mm-hmm. Can I use my approved petition of H1B and use that later for change of status, transfer, or extension? No,
1: no, no. That will create a problem because you're technically not counted towards the H1B number. Only the same company that filed the H1B can apply for the transfer. Next person, please.
4: Mano, no. Uh, yes, I'm here. I posted my question. Uh-huh.
1: I'm currently in H1B. My husband has I 140 approved. What is the process for me to switch from H1B to H4 EAD? Is there any issue if I need to watch? For... I'm currently in H1B. My husband has I 140 approved. What's the process of No, it's easy. You apply for H4 plus EAD.
4: So I can m- you, apply simultaneously both changes. You status. should,
1: you should apply simultaneously.
4: Okay, and while I'm waiting on that, can I still continue to work on my H1? You can, then,
1: you can, okay. even okay. though we put the start date as immediately August twentieth or mm-hmm. something, you can continue mm-hmm. working. Okay. You can I'm continue the, working.
4: The I-140 process, it's still under the process, so I have to like just wait for him to get ah, the I-140. Ah, ah,
1: yeah. Why don't you, your husband convert it to premium processing?
4: Uh, no, it's in perm process, you know how it's taking now. Right?
1: Ah. Yeah, he, like <laughs> when, when, once he when gets to the perm. I got the point When, was the, when, the when was the labor when was the uh, uh, when was the, uh, when, was the uh, uh, when was the labor filed?
4: Uh, so like the I think it was like the perm was at least like this perm 7078 or 9098 or something they filed like a few months back like 3-4 months uh,
1: back. Okay. You have a long yeah. way ahead ma'am. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So yeah. I know like do I have to like wait until the I-140 is approved and then
1: yes, do this ma'am. process? Yes ma'am. Okay. Unfortunately yes. Next question. Okay.
4: Harish.
1: But um, uh, Manogna, we'll send an email to you just in case if you need our help in filing the h 4 plus CAD. But only contact us once I-140 is approved. Harish, go ahead.
5: Hello. Hi. I've also posted my question. So I was recently impacted by my most uh, uh, recent employer on July 21st without a notice, unfortunately. And uh, it's been 30 days already in my 60 days grace period. Who said, um, that
1: you, have to, who said you have to be given a notice? Uh,
5: no. Uh, Typically, I've heard from people. So that's okay. That's fine. Uh, it's been 30 days almost. We are, we are, and, uh,
1: we are in USA, buddy. Not in yeah, India, yeah, understood. Okay?
5: <laughs> no problem. Yes. Okay. Uh, apparently, my 60 days uh, grace period is ending on September 18th.
1: Yeah. And, uh, so what you, what, if you can't get a job, you do yes. B2. So what we yes. do is, uh, what we tell to do is that we will tell you the we will send you the link. Okay. Um, okay. And you need to fill the I-539 form. Okay. Okay. And okay. collect the documents which we tell you what to do, and okay. then note down all the questions that you get. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have a consultation. Then you have a consultation with us, and then we will go through it. We'll send a link. What form need to be filled out? What are the documents you need to collect? And then you will come up with the questions, and we will answer those questions. Okay. Yeah. And then you okay. you make a consultation afterwards. Okay.
3: Okay, got it. Thank you. Thank you. Sudarshan, hey hi, hey hi Rahul. Hi. Uh, I I posted my question also. Uh, you can yeah.
1: ignore the I. You can ignore the I ninety four expiration. If your H one B I seven nine seven I ninety four is still valid, you can use that I ninety four.
3: But what is my current status? I'm kind of confused. Like whether I'm on the payroll or I'm on H1B.
1: What do you want? What do you want to be?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm very, very confusing status. Like I entered on the AP. I still have the what You, you tell me what you want. You are that one. You want to be
1: an advanced parole. You're an advanced parole. You want to be an H4, H1B 4 h or an H1.
3: Whichever oh, you want so to be, you are
1: there.
3: Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So. So do I, I don't need to concern about this I-94 I expired. Nah, you're, you are good.
1: You are good. You're good. You don't have to worry oh. about it.
3: Oh, okay. Okay, great. Hey, one more following question, uh, mm-hmm. if I'm allowed. Uh, so I uh, I have EB3 and EB2 both, and then I'm planning to change the employer. So that time, do I need to have choice to choose which category I need to continue? or it'll be no, best on the no, EAD current. No, sir. Hmm? No, sir. It's
1: neither EAD, nor you choose right now. Whenever the priority becomes current,
3: you choose what you want to be. Even though I change the employer? Because both That's of my right. EB2 and EB3 with the current employer only. You told me that. Okay. You
1: told me that. You don't have to okay. choose the EB2, EB3 right now because we don't know which one will go forward. Okay. Next person. Psych.
3: Okay, okay. and
1: and if you need any if you need any help on EADAP, we are going to send an email to you if you choose us to go with EADAP. Okay, but you you don't have to worry about I-94 and if you change the company, you don't have to worry about EB two and EB three right now. You will only worry about EB two and EB three when the date becomes correct. You don't have to file a 485J right now with the new company. You can file it when the priority date becomes current, depending on whether EB2 becomes current or EB3 current.
3: Then you request the USCIS <laughs> to
1: adjudicate uh, that particular one. Next question. Yeah, I makes.
3: did. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Shruti, thank you thank you for the call. Uh, I posted my okay, so, question. Eh?
1: Your priority date with PD 10-7-2022, what, what, what do you mean, did? that's when they file the labor certification. Oh, my yes, goodness. Uh, out, uh, max out is 940 in Mexico now to cover 24 days. It is okay to cover just one extra day. So my only question would be that uh, one extra day is definitely good. Always don't play to the edge of a knife. Uh, so that's 24 days. So you're going to cover 25 days. Uh, 26 days, sir, as of now, planned. That's always better, because I don't know whether they're going to count the day you left, count the day you come back. I don't know though. Yeah, 26 or maybe 27. That's fine. Fine. And uh, the intent should be while coming back, non-immigrant? No, sir. You are in H-1Bs, right? H-1B intent doesn't have to be non-immigrant.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Okay, but yes, when, when, one, would, one more. Uh, when would be the 26th or 27th date will come? Uh, that's 24th of this month. It's been 16 oh, days, I'm good. here already. Oh, yeah, yeah that's fine. Burning that's fine. money. <laughs> you're yeah. not burning money, you're actually saving money, buddy. The way you look into is that, hey, you're saving one year. Not only saving one year, you have to leave the country and come back. You don't know if the company is going to do the i 140 or not. So don't consider that as burning the money though. Yeah, I would say that it is the uh, it is the papalu that you did before by not listening to us properly. That's all I can tell. But at least you f- you're following li- yeah. better late than never, though. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. And uh, uh, my family is with me right now. They have H four document. They don't have yeah. to. I don't know why you took them to Mexico. You don't have to take them to Mexico. It's only you. Yeah, we have a small kid, and you know, they'll face similar no difficulties without me. Yeah, no yeah. problem. No, problem. okay. How uh, this you you don't have you... any issue, right, with the document? Same no. thing. No, no, you have the passport okay. stamping until uh, 9 until, 14. Uh, uh, no, sir. Uh, no, sir. I have passport stamping till 7 14. It's been gone. Okay, that, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, you can still come Same. back. You're fine. Thank you, sir. That's it. Amy? Hello. Yes, Sammy.
2: Hey, ready? I have questions. Uh, can someone on a fun. Like they can like start the LLC means they can have like ownership share in LLC and get the uh, investment income as a sleeping partner means they won't be involved in a day-to-day operation, but
5: they can
1: just be. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. They can be a sleeping partner, ma'am.
2: And they can like start their LLC on their own name.
1: Ma'am, remember starting is different and sleeping partner are different. When you say starting, Mm -hmm. if somebody starts and you are just a partner, that's not a problem. But if you are going to be the CEO of the company, that is not that is not sleeping partner to me, according to me.
2: Mm-hmm. But okay, just modifying the questions: Can they be like hundred percent partner and have some like managerial to run the business?
1: No, absolutely not.
2: Is there any minority in majority portion? Like partnership required, or it? Doesn't no,
1: matter? you can you can be majority though. But my only problem will be that they how would you do the things without, how would you do the things without, uh, uh, how would you manage the things without, uh, if ever you get involved in anything though, okay? That will create a problem.
2: Okay, so like, it's like, a majority owner of the like business, let's say eighty percent. I mean, signing the some contract would that be something okay no, or
0: no?
1: that's illegal, ma'am. That's illegal. You can't uh, do that.
2: But if it's like a let's say a majority business decision needs to be taken, like it has to be done by the business owner, then you can't. Oh, can't. But it's just eighty percent of the business ownership and getting the slum interest income or whatever, like uh, as a uh, from the company, would that be okay, right?
1: That's okay. But I see that you're already involved uh, in, I see that you, I see your Federal Operations Service Limited. Is that you, Fed, sir? uh
2: Say it again, I mean, I didn't get it.
1: I already see your name, that you are in some voice and non voice process who can apply maybe that's you or somebody else but anyway uh, if you have any plannership of even sleeping partnership ma'am like the way you are pointing out you should consult a lawyer my advice is you cannot right now okay
2: oh okay so it's not advisable to just have a partnership correct right now
1: especially when you're involving in the management yes
2: no, when there is a sleeping partner, there won't be involvement in management, means day to day operation. No, ma'am, Just I don't getting... trust.
1: You. I don't trust your statement. Okay. Because a lot of so times is... what we see, what we see is that they do some management somehow and they get caught and their partner blackmails them. We see that uh-huh. very often though. I okay? see.
2: Okay.
1: Next person. So yes. Sana. But if you have any any questions, ma'am, you can have a consultation. My thing is that I don't know what you mean by sleeping and management. You're saying that management has to be involved in. So that's a controversial thing there. If it's something real estate where you're just putting the money, that's perfectly allowed. But if you're involved in anything, no, you're not allowed. Go ahead. Senna? Senna here, yes. We have
7: a question, Um, as we typed into the message box, uh, Senna was working for a company on an H-1B full-time to meet the mandatory hours requirement. And she had a second job on an H-1B that allowed her to work one day per month. The full-time employer terminated her and we suspect they may have have gone to the extent of going to the embassy and revoking the H-1B that they had ordered on her. So we mm-hmm. would like to know what needs to be done and how much time we have before she's going to be in a situation that is going to um, put a red flag on her status within the country.
1: Six days. Is she in days. the country right now? Is she in the she country is in the country right, right now? now
7: and currently working one day per month on the second H-1B employer, which is not going to produce the minimum hours required for maintenance.
1: 60 days, uh, she has to move on to a different visa status.
7: 60 days where she has to move on to a different visa status. And if she were to move to a different visa status, what visa status should she move to and how long would it take to do so?
1: She can file a B2 application though, and she can do it online. And uh, yeah, and it takes only, she can apply that application online. So typically take one, four or five days, you know, for the entire paperwork. And I will send if an she email were... to that. I will send an email to her uh, to the email address that is provided if she wants to consult about the B two. Okay.
7: Thank you. If she were to move immediately towards a legal marriage, would that circumnavigate the situation and put that time on hold?
1: You mean to say that she get married to a U.S. citizen and files a four eight five green card application?
7: Uh, I say that she marries myself, a U.S. citizen, immediately. Would that put a uh, would that stop this sixty days from running out, or what? What would be the next uh, correct legal move? And,
1: yeah, if she gets married to a U.S. citizen, and of course it has to be a genuine marriage, and then she files the application. Absolutely.
7: Okay, so that would still be able to do so in time to prevent the sixty days from running out and cause her That's to possibly right. be okay. Thank you. Um, I look forward to a paid consultation with you very soon.
1: Okay. Uh, if you guys are getting married, though, uh, you don't need to have a paid consultation. I'm going to send an email to you, what our fee structure is, and I will give you a Zoom call where you or your uh, would-be wife can come and speak with us. Okay. I'll send those details to you in email. I have the email address. Thank, you don't have to go through the Thank you very much. We look forward to it. But even if you do the paid consultation, that money will be credited towards the legal fees that you would be paying for the green card, okay?
7: Thank you, Khan. Next
1: next person, please.
7: Mohamed? Uh, yeah, hi, Rahul.
5: So I'm, I'm currently on a day
1: one CPT after completing three years on my OPT. I got picked up in the second H1 when my company is filing for me. Can I do drop my day one yeah, you can drop the day one, CP, day one CPT after October 1st, though. It doesn't after have any October, impact?
5: Okay, it doesn't after have any. October 1st. Okay.
1: It won't have any yeah. negative impact on your green card application. Side. Okay, thank you. Next, and the last person today will be Vijay Retty. Hi, sir. Uh, I recommend Vijay to keep it under four months, though. The reason is that when you try to come back, the CBP may doubt whether you have a position in USA or you don't have a position in USA.
5: Okay. So currently, I am on working a remote job uh, in Bay Area. So that would be okay. a long-term project, but uh, uh, I can uh, keep it under four months.
1: Four months, that's, that's not better. a problem. Yeah, if you have more than and, four uh, months, I want you to consult a lawyer.
5: Yeah, sure. And uh, can the payroll continue in U.S. for
1: four months? I am just an immigration lawyer. Technically speaking, of, I don't see any
0: problem <laughs> with it. Okay? Okay, okay. No worries. Thank you very much.
1: Okay. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30.
0: Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com.